0: like depending just got a ride bro but yeah man, what have you been working on actually as of late like I have seen you pushing a lot more on youtube a lot more than anything and like the videos are absolutely sick like i was texting you like some of those stream of consciousness videos are just absolute bangers but what are you putting most of your most of your focus into these days um like various different low ticket funnels so like i'll, I'll give you an example of
1: like a kind of revelation i had so like you can run a vsl fun- I I've, I've been fucking with a lot of ads too. And you can run ads to a vsl funnel, like get leads, opt in, some percent book a call, another percent are on the email, another percent get the setters outreach to them, and you can book calls like that. It's a totally functional funnel, right? But then you can you can go further down the line um and get people who might be like 6 months to 12 months off of converting. So how do you get those? Because the only people that are going to convert from the vsl funnel are like the 1% of the market who are ready to purchase, like pretty much right now, right? But this stuff this still leaves ninety nine to ninety eight percent of people. And how do you how do you capture those and like in, inject them into your ecosystem? The answer is low ticket funnels. So, like that can be small digital product. Like for instance, script swipes. This is a twenty dollars scripts and shit, right? And then there's Cold Email Mastery. It's four ninety seven a year for Cold Email Mastery. Really good course. People get results in there. And then I'm sitting here. I'm thinking because we have List Kit too. And I'm like, that is a low ticket funnel. And I'm like, what am I, what am I fucking doing? Like, uh, like I just like start advertising to the people who are on list kit and like maybe even doing outreach to them uh, or or, or putting them on the email list. And I'm like, shit, (laughs) this is really smart. Um, But I'm about to start um. I'm about to start ads for, for a list kit. So like for context, I think for client ascension and, and in all of its products. So like Cody mastery scripts, scripts lights, we're at $1,400 a day on ads right now. Um, sick. and then I want to get list kit up to a similar level. And if you could just, I mean, if you can get a one X ray last month, one, that's like disgustingly good. So we're going to try to do that. Um, then <laughs> Just just like throwing capital into in in in, into that shit. The the problem with is like if you do a VSL funnel, there's a shit ton of float. And what I mean by float is like people have a conversion cycle and a sales cycle, and it might be two months long. So you have to float the ad spend for two months until you get the return on it, which is a colossal pain in the ass. Such is also the nature is why uh, low ticket funnels are pretty cool if you can get if you can crack it. Um, but even even the concept of getting a one X. On like a low ticket thing is 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 so foreign of an eventuality that people think it's just like so easy to do that and it's like nah dude you gotta make like 30 fucking funnels here and try to figure out right but what's annoying about it though is like launching the this shit on list so like for for client ascension i'll just make all of the shit myself like throw it on click funnels make all the zaps myself make all the email flows myself all the automations all the with the sending to the setters like i i, I can just make all that now list kit. we got this email designer over here and this hubspot engineer over here so like i i i have a shit ton of ads it's like ready to go i gotta wait for these fuckers to build all this shit out and it's like dude it's been two weeks like what is this like what is what is this bullshit so it pisses me off
0: Man <laughs> it's speed. really
1: good it's a really good product like it, it a really good product it's getting better about have mobile numbers on there um, and then we're going to do like AI lookalikes and shit. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. And so we're 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 the number is two hundred mil. If we get a two hundred mil offer for ListKit, we sell it.
0: Gotcha. I mean, when you're looking at launching ListKit, it obviously makes logical sense within everything that you sell. But Script Swipes is obviously very new. So you add ListKit first, and then were you thinking suddenly you actually made Script swipe second, and then you're thinking why would we not sell this almost as part of like that low ticket funnel and see how it works? Was that kind of like obviously script swipes came second? So is that gonna be I suppose the funnel? Like so you're gonna start off with script swipes first and then push it on, push those people onto this kit, hopefully later on.
1: Well, well, these are like different LLCs. So like client ascension owns script swipes, and then there's a there's a different distribution of the equity holders in 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 each thing. So it's like client ascension pays the ads for script swipes, there's one click upsell to Colding on Mastery. Whatever that AOV comes out to, cool. And then like, like there's there's shit in emails and whatnot and guides that happen to also include list Kit as something that you should probably use to make this a considerably more profitable venture for yourself. Um cap table is different over there. So it's like what wh- what's annoying is that you can't you can't one click upsell. What I wanted to do was um you have script swipes, you have the order bumps, you have one click upsell to your Mastery. I wanted to one click upsell to list However, it's a different Stripe account, different LLC with a different EIN. It didn't capture the card info via, so you can't do that. And it's like, bro, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, what complete, is this?
0: <laughs> complete bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking there with like the different kinds of funnels that you're running there and you had this banger video recently that i wanted to touch on which is like zero interest rate phenomena you've like pushed that that term now out into the world and it's like i've been looking around and i'm thinking i'm like oh my god there have been so many zero interest rate phenomena now when i look back so like you'd put out the example of like you some people wouldn't even work their pipeline back in the day like we were kind of pushing that more so in Klein ascension of like working your pipeline and actually doing all of that properly but for the funnels that you're running and like doing that in kind of more of a complex way. I mean, do you see like that being like previous uh, or like doing more sophisticated funnels, do you think that's like more for like more suitable for this environment? Do you think everyone's kind of marketing funnel in general, let's say for an agency or even for a software, is this just gonna like need to become more sophisticated like in the in the new landscape that we're in in, in 2024 where kind of capital is drying off a bit?
1: Yeah, it's more so like squeezing the maximum amount of, of, of juice out of every singular lemon. So like, for instance, it is a very simple concept to understand for people who aren't familiar with the zero interest rate phenomenon. What it is, is like people buy shit, right? Someone's got a mortgage, someone's got a car payment, and the differential between their, their interest rate being 7% versus their interest rate being 4% is like in the area of thousands of dollars per month, right? So people have additional thousands of dollars per month, like it typically gets spent, right? they therefore... There would there would be more liquidity in the marketplace. There's much less liquidity now, so people it, it it takes more convincing because the implication of somebody spending money is 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 higher in relation to their disposable income now. They have they have less disposable income, right? So what that means is it's it's just it's it's just harder to get people to buy shit. So you have to focus on the back end and in in, in 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 the conversion type stuff there's really there, there's there's two kinds of shit going on here right there's the generation tra- of traffic and then there's the conversion of traffic right so like the generation of traffic cold email ads whatever those those over time tend to go up they tend to become more expensive right now amplify this with higher interest rates people have less disposable income now the conversion starts going down right so you have to focus over there like you, you you cannot afford to not like every singular lemon must be squeezed as as much as possible because it's just more difficult like there, there's there there are forces acting upon it now that are pushing it down further so you have to push back up against it and like i'll, I'll give you some for instances there's um there's a couple things that you discover over time where if you ignore them, you are financially irresponsible. Like like tactics in your business, and like one of them is 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 calling and texting leads, like collect phone numbers and call and text them. And I think thirty percent of our calls that get booked come from that. Therefore, that directly equates to a thirty percent reduction in the cost per call booked. Right. So now, it, like anyone who isn't doing that, I have a thirty percent edge on you. Right, and then, which is fucking substantial at scale, right? And then you have a VSL like people. People don't have VSLs, like, like what are you doing? Like, what, what is this? Like, it, it, they don't have any content of themselves on the internet. Like, just just nothing exists. They don't even exist. And it's like, dude, you you really just can't get away with that now. Like, it it like you it, it's really profoundly difficult to make anything profitable at all or experience any form of growth in any capacity without you existing on the internet. Like it's, it's really quite difficult. And like, you are in fact very financially irresponsible for not, for not doing that. Like it's really not an option anymore. And I remember talking about this like two years ago, like this whole concept of having a VSL was like so fucking profound to all of Twitter. I was like, dude, it was like, it was like 2018 with my cold email agency i had a vsl it was it it was me on a whiteboard it was just some fucking kid and it worked (laughs) it was it was was so simple people go this is so hard i'm like no it's not (laughs) explain what's going on like this is what you're selling here's some expected results and it's like you just got to get over putting yourself on the internet it's really not that difficult to get over
0: what would you put as like the buckets for an agency so like let's say you have your like how does someone escape zero interest rate? Fin- kind of fin- or <laughs> i suppose now being out of that zero interest rate period like those buckets i guess you have like you have content marketing you're going to have like heavy outbound you're going to have like a vsl but like there are other like would you say that there are any other buckets that people are like massively missing out on as well in terms of like that conversion of traffic sort of concept this that we're seeing
1: um, I mean, like, uh, obviously you're a coach inside client extension too, and we, I don't know how many people run through that shit now, like a thousand. And it's, uh, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's like, people are going to get stuck at specific walls in their business. So it's like the, like, like the, the first wall is going to be like from like five to 10 K a month. And like, what, what, like what's happening here and wh- what's happening here is that like, is, is entirely fear-based where it's like, they're scared to get on a sales call. So they so they're scared to fulfill, so therefore they sabotage their sales calls. They're scared to get on a sales call. so they're therefore sabotage their lead gen, right? because there's a whole ton of shit that you haven't done before, like you've never f- fulfilled and you haven't been on a lot of a lot of calls. So everything is fear based, so you subconsciously sabotage everything. right so that that uh, getting over that is how you get to ten. Right. And then now, now what's happening at what's happening at like 10 to 20 is, um, is it's like volume of calls. Cause you're like, at this point you've gotten over like sending a lot of emails and posting content. Right. So now it's like, there's a shit ton of calls and you like, you don't want to, now you're scared of just like being on the calls all the time and you really don't enjoy getting on calls all the time. Therefore, you again sabotage your lead gen and put the volume down, right? So now this is kind of the point where you might consider getting a salesperson or like legit just dropping the price over over email or on your website, which is like actually works. People do everything you can to get them on the call. It's like fucking, or you can just give them the price and like, (laughs) like, (laughs) And, and you just give them the price and not sabotage the deal. like you just that that's a better option than operating under the under the presumption that they must get on a call. Um Secondarily, what's gonna happen after that? Is, so you get over that shit and now you're at like twenty. and now kind of like two things will happen here. Um one is like if it, if you started on a performance based offer because you had no case studies, um what will happen is you 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 have a lot of financial variability. In your cash flow, because it's dependent on the performance of the client's business. If it's if it's like a revenue share, the problem is when you when you're like very low, you typically sign shitty clients. So the, by definition, their businesses don't perform and therefore don't make a lot of revenue. And you therefore don't make a lot of revenue share. So now, like your income is extremely variable. So typically, this is when I tell people, okay, it's time to stop doing performance based. It's time to go to fixed. It's time to go to retainer. Because you need to transfer away the financial variability from yourself over to the client for like, like mostly an emotional reason. Like you're 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 gonna lose your fucking mind when you have no idea how much money you're gonna make. Like it's really just not good. What what happens over there? Being there. Yeah. So it it it's really interesting. People be like, oh, sign, sign, sign revenue share deals, and it's like. Yeah, for like a profoundly good client, but you don't have the fucking case studies to to warrant achieving access or even entertainment from them in the first place. Like, if, like it's, it's. I'm sorry, it's just, it's really like it's possible, but it's improbable. You see what I mean? So it's like I, just, just it, 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 and it's like just, just. Dude, so do a retainer like it's so fucking easy like everything everything's fixed you can you begin you can begin to productize it like you you can you build systems around shit because you have predictability around your finances you know what you can you can't do like it's very simple you, your your life becomes profoundly easier and then so like that's the resolution at around like 20 to 30 and then that can get you up to like 60 to 80 with sufficient enough time and then at 60 to 80 you start injecting more products like that that's kind of where you do it
0: Gotcha I mean in your guys's case like it's interesting with like the the coaching program like there are just other things that like make massive sense for you for you to sell right like I think I mean, in an agency context where you're saying like adding more products, do you think that means like add more services or do you think that's like kind of just kind of ancillary upsells, which would kind of make more sense for someone to do rather than like building out almost a whole new division? Like, no, typically guess,
1: it's, um, typically you have the agency, the agency gets to like 50 to 80 around there. And then, um, launch launch consulting, cause consulting can be used as a downsell on the calls. So it's like, like a mastermind or a coaching program of some form, right? You start kind of building that up and now you're operating that as a division and then once your like collective revenue begins to get up to like let's say like 200k a month you can start fucking with low ticket products it makes sense
0: gotcha gotcha when you were like i guess like you guys were like working on list for a long time as well right like that's like something that for the customers of client ascension obviously it just makes so much sense to do you've as well always had kind of an affinity for software i feel like you've Definitely like, I remember you just, I remember you just like tweeting back in the day of like 2020 of like, oh, man, I really want to own a software company. And then you did. And then mm-hmm. you just like st- started software companies. But let's say like going into software, like software is not a beginner business, like whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Software is like a, a whole different ballgame. So what would you say were like some of the like things you maybe hadn't considered, you know, before like going into Liskit or like, were there any kind of like interesting things around the launch of like just the the difficulties that would go into starting a complex business? Yep, yeah, such so,
1: yeah, so this is interesting. The success of a software company is entirely dependent upon the, 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 devs, so therefore you need a good CTO, right? Um, so I've, I've done like five SASs and all of them failed, except list kit, but it, 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 it's all, it's all from like dev work, all of it, hundred percent of it. So like, for instance, the reason why. I like software is if, if we were to like this concept of logistical intensity, right? So what is the logistical intensity? Let me define that for, for, for everyone. If, if you sell somebody something, it must be fulfilled. Right? So let's, let's, let's think about this. We have the most logistically intense offer that you can have, which is an agency it's done for you. Right? And then you have a coaching program, which requires coaching. So that's less logistically intense than an agency, but it's more logistically intense than a course that perhaps has a private group where you have to answer questions and 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 shit like that. And then you have software, which is less logistically intense than that. You see what I mean by this? So we have this we have this graph, right? And then like on the on uh, that on the. On the the one axis, an agency like say we we're say we we're running ads. A done for you service is easier to sell than a course. Profoundly easier to sell. Like selling a selling a selling a three thousand dollar per month done for you service is easier than selling a three hundred dollar course. The reason why is because people don't want to fucking do anything, right? So the the entire nature of the offer is a value proposition in and of itself. We do all of the work. That's a part of the value proposition. So this is why if you're running an agency, it should be made very apparent everywhere that it's done for you. We do everything, right? And this is is a big mistake agencies will make, particularly if they are running ads themselves or even just in cold emails. Like, say it if it's done for you, say it's done for you. They don't know that. It, that has to be made apparent. So it it has an intrinsic value proposition baked within it. Therefore, it's easier to sell. In exchange for it being easier to sell, it's more logistically intense. You see what I mean? So the graph is actually better like this. It starts at the top and goes down and on the y-axis it's logistical intensity and then the x-axis is 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 difficulty to sell but SaaS is a little weird because it kind of like goes to like spikes back up it's less logistically intense and it's easy to sell so it's it however it has a shit ton of front loaded risk right so like it it's difficult to make a software company like you have you you need technically advanced people who are who are typically expensive right so th- therefore it can't be replicated as easily as an agency could as a coaching company could and as a course could so we could put some 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 third dimension axis here and make it a 3d graph where like the, the, each of these put uh, is ease of replication so software is the least logistically intense the easiest to sell, and the hardest to replicate. You see what I mean? Yeah. This is why it's so fucking good. Because when, when it starts working, a product market fit, and it's it's making a lot of money, it's just fucking profound. What, like the, the situation you've, you've arisen into. And now that's not to say, like uh, when I say logistical intensity, I'm talking about raw fulfillment. Like I'm not, like we're not getting on there and like building the list. For for people, we do in a way like we inject logistical intensity into it to differentiate for other people. So like for instance, we have customer support people; they'll get on like fucking eight calls a day with 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 customers to build their list with them and show them how to how to use ListKit. We also have a sales team. Like if we get a phone number, like we're gonna call them. Like it's it, it, we're when I say logistical intensity, it's the logistical intensity around fulfillment, right? But now it's like for instance, we start we started list kit. It's like I'm just building the shit in exactly the same fashion with which the marketing system of client ascension works. So it's like funnels. Maybe it's a lead magnet, maybe it's just a demo video, maybe it's maybe it's, it's some VSL to name, email, phone, bam, what happens with that? They go on an email list, they get called and text to get set on a demo. I'm sending videos of how to use this. I'm showing case studies of other people. And it, it's just funnels. Like it's just it, it's just a shit ton of them. Like a lot, like, and I'm, and I'm quite like, I, I have like a, like in my notes app, I have like a literal directory of like all of the funnels in the URL. So it's like funnel one, funnel two, funnel three, funnel four, funnel five, funnel six. And then like, that's how I delineate them. So it's like, when I go and make ads for it, like I'm labeling it funnel one and then like funnel two, and then you throw spend through these and like, what happens now? You're like what, 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 what was the efficiency of that? Like what? Like how, how many customers did we get? What was the LTV of them? And then you just play with this fucking forever.
0: So would you attribute that like almost, I could be wrong, but definitely with a lot of softwares, I feel like they do, like the marketing isn't necessarily like really strong direct marketing, like direct response marketing for a lot of softwares. It's kind of like banal, like brand marketing, not really like a strong offer or anything like that. Like, I don't know if you want to share, but like the the growth of Liskit has been like, absolutely insane like it's yeah been... so
1: it was it was like uh month one was like 50 and then it was 80 and then it was 125.
0: like for yeah. a software that's insane yeah it's
1: pretty, yeah it's pretty fucking profound yeah
0: like would you say that like where a lot of software's falter is that they don't really have that like direct marketing ability like within the within the company where it's like it just doesn't really it just doesn't really work because like their funnels aren't very strong like they're not really they're not really good at acquiring customers and it's just it's just really slow like you know those like npc youtube ads that you get for software and it's like no strong claim or anything like that i mean mm-hmm. that's got to be like a huge majority of like the success has to be attributed to like just having that skill and being able to like push that style of marketing towards the software
1: yeah so like what they're what they're doing is they're 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 doing a cac ltv arbitrage so like for everyone who doesn't know a cac CAC cost to acquire a customer and what is the ratio of that times the lifetime value of them right so like say say their LTV is is a thousand dollars and they go spend eight hundred dollars to acquire someone but they're not going to make the thousand dollars until a year has elapsed so they're effectively like they're, they're what what they're effectively doing here is they spend 800 to make 200 in profit over the course of a year. So like you you need to look at this from like a financial standpoint. So it's like 200 divided by 800. That's a 25% return on capital over the course of a year. That's that's what they're doing. So that's like return on capital. So now what happens if they, they go get a shit ton of VC funding, they go get 10 mil or some shit and they have dog shit ads. And they're they're acquiring customers at eight hundred. They're like, cool, twenty five percent return on capital. And then, like now, what they're trying to do here is like, oh, and then referrals will replicate it on the back end in whatever fashion by which that elapses, right? But they're just not aware of the concept that like, if you finagle and fuck with this sufficiently enough time, like you could, you could get, like a month one payback period. Like you, you can, you can liquidate immediately if you fuck with it enough. Like it's, but again, like I was saying earlier, like, like trying to get a one X at scale is like, is actually a very foreign concept. Like it takes a, like a, a, a fucking astounding amount of, of testing and just, and, and just finagling of this shit to try and find that. Like, it's, like, it's a lot.
0: I'd say no one's really able to do it. Like as a result, I mean, like you've been able to do it, but like I'm sure that's like literally like the rarest thing ever to like be able to do that with the software. I get like a one x in the beginning, because then like the the LTV on that's just going to be insane. It's just yeah, I, almost
1: yo. If you if you get that, it, it's done. You're gonna you're it's done. You're you're gonna you will scale fucking fast. Like it, it, if you're not a pussy. So like for instance, let me let me give you for instance. Um. So let's say you go spend like ten grand on ads, and cool, you self liquidated. Um, no no, the problem with even is it, it, like assessing dates is 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 you'll someone will see that and they'll be like, oh cool, well then we'll just spend another 10 and then we'll like scale at the pace of, of 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 profit or whatever. and it's like again, there's float. there's still float where it's like, yeah, you got 10 to 10 back, but like now like do 50. You're like oh well that's like really risky and it's like well fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it fucking it is. It just depends how ballsy you are. So it's like right now like we're being real ballsy like it's like two 200, two mil a month or bust like fuck it like let's go. It's
0: like it's going to happen definitely like it's just like a time equation from there like once the marketing is on point because like the product is sick and, like everyone's fucking happy with the product who's tried it like so. I mean, you've talked about that concept before, which I always find quite interesting. Of like, reason some people don't grow is just because they're scared. Mm-hmm. It's literally just because you're scared. It's not necessarily a lack of knowledge or anything like that. It's like you already know. I think I pulled up like one of your tweets because, like, I sometimes do that. Do that in terms of like listicle stuff. Just when you're when you got when you get into one of your grooves and you just start, you just start fucking fucking banging out a new concept. You you were saying on Twitter, I bet you don't scale because you're scared. It's not that you don't know how. You are scared, so. Where do you, where do you see the application of that with a lot of people, you know, in, 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 I suppose our, 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 space, so to speak.
1: Yeah. So, um, like if you go, like, let's just say it's an agency or like a coaching program or something. I'm going to use that as an example. Um, you go spend up $300 a day on ads. You spend for a month, right? You spend for a fucking week and you book hundred times seven, $2,100. Let's say you book like five calls. It's like a pretty expensive call, but it's like, now it's like, but you haven't collected cash on them. Some people are still in sales cycle. Like there's still weeds. who maybe haven't booked a call yet. And they're like, well, we're 2,100 out. Like it, like it it, it didn't work. Like they're, they're, they're everyone's scared of the float, And it's not just, it's not just capital that's getting floated. It's also time. So like the same thing with cold email. Um, and and content marketing, it's like if you, if you sit there and produce like a shit ton of content or send a shit ton of emails, and you're sitting here response handling all day, getting the calls, and then you're hopping on the like that's that's labor flow, Like you're doing a lot of work for like a pretty good amount of time with zero benefit being realized because someone might be. Oh, well, like, the calls from the cold email might take, like, two weeks to close. And it's like, oh, well, that that's easy. Yeah, I can handle two weeks until it's, like, day five. And you're like, fuck, this sucks. I'm not doing this anymore. Because every, everyone can think and everyone can conceptualize a long-term time period un, un, until day five comes around. Like, that, that's just what happens. But they just, they, they don't get the concept of, like, it's, you see what I mean? Like, they, they can't live through it.
0: This is it, bro, because it's, like, you like physical pain and like mental pain are like very different things. It's all like mental pain in business. And that's like almost that like may as well be infinite because it's like, you're literally like when you're, when you're pushing forward into what is still uncharted territory for you, like for a lot of people doing that, say they just start running ads. Cause like we were running ads for instance is like, you're kind of staring into the void a bit because, like, you are just going into uncharted territory. And like, I think a lot of people can't handle that. And it's like the people I would see who do really well are people who just push into uncharted territory, and they kind of have that like that like just fuck it mentality in a sense where it's not like they're like they protect themselves from ruin risk. Don't get me wrong. It's like they set this amount. They're like, look, we can we can afford to, like take this shot, and they are taking shots all the time. But that like mental pain is almost infinite because because you you don't you don't know it's possible for you like or like you don't know what's possible for this for ads to work for you and you're you're spending all this money with no look of return just yet so then it's this completely new concept and even though you may have conquered that in one other domain like let's say you've done that with cold emails before you've done it with content marketing before it's like you, there's a relearning process within each kind of new thing that you implement within the business and it's like that like that mental pain i suppose concept that that like holds people back a lot like two of my buddies who i do a lot of traveling with like they're just I would say they are elite at like handling mental pain just from like staring into the abyss and like trying new shit and just seeing fuck it'll work and like we're not gonna like we're not gonna die or anything like that, you know? But I feel like that does hold a lot of people back, is like they are just literally scared of like of trying things. But it it, it brings up another question, which is like where when you're going into like new I suppose I suppose a new bracket in terms of like scale as a business. Another kind of thing you're talking about there, right? So this, so let's say you can get to, uh, I don't know, like let's say a 20 or 30 K level or whatever it is with a pretty basic setup. Like you can, you can, you can be doing some things wrong. You can be not implementing certain things, but at what point would you say in in an agency context where you're like, you've tweeted before, if you cannot buy customers, you do not have a business. And I think that's such a, such a great way of putting it, but yeah, like would you be able to talk about that concept a bit more for people who maybe don't understand? Because in the beginning it doesn't feel like you're buying customers, but you always are, like no yeah. matter what. So, yeah, so what what does that concept kind of mean?
1: There are only two resources on the planet it's capital or time. So like let's think of all the mechanisms by which you can acquire a customer. It's either content marketing, cold outreach, or ads. Nothing else. Oh, well, affiliates. No, that falls under cold outreach, same thing. Or you can, oh, referrals falls under cold outreach. Like it, it, there's, there's content, cold email ads. That's it. Content is a hundred percent time. Cold email is a little bit of capital and a little bit of time and ads. is just capital. A very small amount of time. So not so many, well, I'm producing a lot of content and it's, you're spending though, like you you quite literally are spending because there's some eventuality where you can go acquire a face of your business or, or you like you're doing editing and you acquire an editor or a person who scripts the videos for you. Now you're, you're purchasing time with capital. So they're, they're always interchangeable. You see what I mean? There's, there, there's something interchanging here. And this is why, like, it goes back to the, the the concept of logistical intensity. Like earlier, if it's an agency, you're you're selling time. That's literally what you're doing. Coaching, you're selling time. Course, you're not. Software, you're not. You're selling a product. This is why it's very important to productize your business over time. You want to, you you want to spend the least amount of time fulfilling the thing because time is money. Like it literally is because there's a certain level of scale where you have to hire people who cost money, who are selling their time to you for money. So it's, it's it's always interchangeable. So you always have to be expending one of the resources, right? The problem with people as they scale is, is because they, they, they get their first 10, 20, 30K a month with time, and they think that getting to 200K a month or 300K per month also is time, but it just simply isn't it's capital because time has a local maximum of how much it exists at any given point. Capital does not. Therefore, if you want infinite scale, you must use capital. So this is also where people fuck up around like 20 to 30 K is they think It's just time. And they keep doing time. It's like, no, 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 you got to spend something else now. So like earlier, we were talking about like return on capital as a concept. There's like return on time as a concept but you can't scale time. You can't spend more time. You have 16 per day. When you hit 16, it's done. And then to get other people's time, it requires capital. Therefore, you will always hit the local maximum of time. And then you must use capital and there's no other option.
0: It's true. Yeah, like that massively holds people back. I think like that's let me give you, let
1: me give you something so everyone's aware of the concept of, of compound interest, right? You throw you throw five hundred dollars a week into a into a portfolio of stocks. The stocks grow at some x percent. You get paid dividends. You reinvest the dividends back into purchasing more stock, which also continues to grow over time. Which also continues to grow the dividend to which you purchase more, and this 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 goes fucking infinity until you can literally have a trillion dollars. So so, um. What will happen over time is you will monopolize all of the assets and you'll own everything, and the, the 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 amount of dividends and amount of resources you have will be so so profound that you 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 run a monopoly on resources, right? There's also, and I was read I was reading this, and this this shifted my perspective from like spending more on ads in particular. Um, I was reading Poor Charlie's Almanac, and he was talking about monopolies, and he gave this concept of like, imagine like a fixed city like you can't go in or out. It's just just like a fixed environment for simplicity. And Coca-Cola exists as the beverage company. And it's, it's large. They make all of the sales. Now what Coca-Cola does is they buy all of the ad space, all of the billboards, all of the newspapers, all of the magazines, all the posters, all the shit everywhere. It's Coca-Cola everywhere. And then another company comes in and they try to compete with Coca-Cola and the only way they could do that is by advertising. people must know they exist. Problem is they don't have the resources Coca-Cola has. therefore Coca-Cola can outbid them on every single ad spot and they will they, they, they will never get a singular one. So Coke has a monopoly on attention the other one might as well not even exist they can't compete because there's a monopoly on the attention this is also why you see shit where it's, people talk about like like it's all about the back end in in ads and shit it's like you can lose money on the front end but it's all about the back end which is like correct the reason why is because ads work on an auction system. So whoever isn't aware of this and watching this right now, if you start scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or click a YouTube video, there is an this is completely automated, but there's a shit ton of people bidding. It's an automatic bid. So I'll pay 10 cents, I'll pay 11. i I'll pay 12, I'll pay 13, I'll pay 14, I'll pay, I'll, I'll, I'll pay 15. It's automatic. What's happening here? And whoever bids the most. Gets the spot right, and if th- it, it, it if they have a higher back end than you, like they know their LTV and their LTV is profoundly high, they have more resources than you, so they get the customer who then their LTV is realized for the company, they pour that back into acquiring more attention, and you get outbid and you might as well not even exist. So you get priced out? Because someone monopolized all the attention. That's that's what happens.
0: It's a good concept for people to kind of realize there, I suppose. Like, I suppose almost like switching gears a little bit because I, I kind of actually want to go back to like one of those concepts that you had. I know we're coming up to time here a little bit, but within all of the companies, like I think sometimes as well, we're, where people can kind of uh like go like what you what you've done really well is that even like across the the different things you're doing is you have such congruence like even even across all the things you're like right daniel has like all these companies right but like they all make logical sense for you to have all of them together Mm -hmm. so i'm i haven't seen really many people definitely just in just online in general have that sort of congruence across their businesses I mean, like when you set out, and it's like going way back to, to the beginning of the pod, but did you almost have this like in some kind of infrastructure in your head of like this singular funnel that you have? Because where you've like client ascension, where you've like got the, low, the lower ticket offers, where you have list kit, like these all make complete sense like to sell together, but like different people have seen, they have like two things that are just completely don't work together in a sense. And I think it like probably like dilutes their efforts. Like, even if you see someone who like has a brand or and an, agency or like they have like an agency and software or whatever it is, sometimes it's just not all that congruent, but how does everything that you have almost fit into like this one, uh, this one funnel? Like, how do you think you've been able to execute that so well where other people just simply haven't?
1: Um, what do we, it always stands for, well, like I, I, I would never want something unless I knew I could like immediately sell it. So like, for instance, um, Like, I had the agency and then I made Cold Email Mastery. But it's like, why did I make Cold Email Mastery? Because I knew some percent would become an agency client. So I had something else to sell them. You see what I mean? And then, like, I had Cold Email Mastery and it's like, oh, I can make a software around Cold Email because I have all these people who bought Cold Email Mastery. So I can just immediately make revenue from it. Right. And the same thing for every other one of the softwares. And then like, why did I make client Ascension? Cause I knew I had a shit ton of people from the software and from the agency and from the course who would buy client Ascension. And then we make another software. It's, it's a list kit and that can be sold to all of the other ones as well. You see what I mean? Cause it, it always just stemmed from the fact like I could sell this to the people I already have access to, because remember we go back to the concept of like traffic costs money, but I just so happen to have access to all of these people who I don't have to spend money to get access to. You see what I mean? So it, it could just insta profit. Yeah. So it makes is, a lot. Is, is, is this constant like stepping up and building upon what was built upon before?
0: All I would say in like the singular thing of almost like acquiring customers is like what you know best. Or like I do say like VSLs is like you're like you're you're gonna like main or like like little skill that you know to do really well, but it's all in that sphere of like acquiring customers, which I think it's like. Why it potentially makes logical sense, rather than, rather than a, rather than anything else. But yeah, bro, we'll wrap here a little bit. What's the plan for twenty twenty four? Like, I suppose, like for for everything that you're growing. Like, is there, you know, a certain? Uh, I know you had some like revenue goals you want to get. You wanted to get to. You're saying on Twitter and that kind of thing. Just like kind yeah, of I'd, uh, I'd, like basic I'd, things. But, yeah. What are you looking at?
1: I'd I'd like to hit our first million month, with with everything combined, a million revenue, in a month. I'd like I'd like to do that. That'd be cool. dope
0: dope. That's fucking sick. Well, yeah, bro, finally there. So where, where, where can everyone find your stuff? I know like everyone's going to probably a lot of people watch are already going to know you, but yeah. What should they look at for like this Get client Ascension for which, like for what kind of demographic of person should they be looking at each thing? And and yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, anyone who just wants to watch my YouTube videos, just search Daniel Vazio, uh, Twitter, Cold Email wizard, um, client Ascension, just client Connor is a coach in there as well and then if you want 500 million b2b leads just listkit.io
0: based thanks so much for coming on the show bro appreciate, appreciate it you
1: brother cheers